Hey, what's up, Jen? Morning. How we are were you? up late in the uh, podcast, the uh, Clubhouse streets. <laughs> yeah, I was editing. It keeps me going when I'm editing. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was in uh, <laughs> Levi's little Bible room for a minute, but I was like, okay, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I like the um, episode with you and him, though. Really good. He was really happy with it because I was like, "You gotta do two because I know how you get. <laughs> You'll make these two So yeah, that's a good way to knock out two at a time. That was dope. Yeah. Very 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 dope. Thanks. Okay, I want you to mind because I'm like, yeah. <laughs> we'll let you drive. What's up, Charles? What's up, Demetria? Scorpion! All you guys are more than welcome up on the stage. Morning. Morning, y'all. Good morning, everyone. I actually had something to add for, um... Scorpions, but I was like, oh, it's too late. Well, I guess I should let everybody know that if you can't already tell, today's room is going to be recorded because today's room is probably going to serve as my episode. Oh. So I, I didn't pull it out the big boy mic and everything. Nice. Oh, hell, did y'all make it dual purpose through purpose to talk on content? Why don't you, Mr. Podcast? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working on new sounds. And while we're here, I want to give a shout out to uh, my cousin, Diego. Uh, he was my episode a few um, days ago. And Diego is the person. Well, let me do this right. Where's some players? Where's some players? Diego is the person who got me into podcasting. I feel, I feel um, some type of way. What's, what's this? This is, like one of those, this is like one of those hate rooms where they say they kicked me out of my room or something like that. What's happening? Yeah, I want to know what you did too, Drew. I want to know. That's why I tapped in here. I saw it. I was like, oh, Drew did something. Let me see what he did. And you just wanted the tea. That's messed up. You even asked oh, me, backchatted me or nothing. I I want it piping hot. I got my cup and my honey ready. <laughs> Drew, you know you broke Craigslist. I mean, dang, Craigslist. You know you broke Clubhouse. Ooh. Wait, what? You know you broke Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. I I disconnected the server and then tried to you know make the make the server redundant and um the MS DOS kind of like flew up on me. So you tried to now I have to. You try to hook your mic up with USB and XLR at the same time. 
I try to use StreamYard and um uh and um uh, Anchor at the same time and it blew up. On a Mac. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> On a Commodore 64. Jeez, Commodore 64. Bringing it back. <laughs> I'm a nerd like that, bro. It's like a status symbol in the neighborhood if you had one of those. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I got a homeboy that still has one. He just keeps it just cause. But are are you guys talking about video? Because I'm not. I'm not a video savant like yourself, Sean. So I would love to learn some tips. I would love to give some tips. Give them. The most important tip is. The best camera that you have is the camera that you have. Learn how the basics of <laughs> photography. Learn the basics of photography with us with a lower grade camera. And there's a reason for that. Because if you could take a good picture with a bad camera, you could take a great picture with a good camera. And you kind of gotta understand the rules of Photography, like how a camera works, like what is ISO, what is aperture, what is f-stop, because all of that controls your light, and controlling your light is the name of the game. That's the secret. Control your light. Oh, you know what? I'm so glad that you said that, Sean. I laughed for a minute because I thought you were playing. I thought you was giving us a Dr. Seuss riddle. I was like, what the <laughs> heck is going on? You didn't channel Dr. Seuss up in here? But I just saw a video about that on YouTube on how to balance out the light, how to how to manipulate your your uh, your settings for like video versus um, um, photos and all of those great things. So keep talking because I'm loving what you're saying. Please do. The reason that your can your your film looks crappy is because it's fighting darkness. No matter what the camera is, no matter what quality it is no matter what it's on, the reason it gets ash, so-called ashy, as black folks like to say, is because it's fighting the darkness. Now, if you introduce light into it, the image gets better. But there's also such a thing as too much light. So you kind of got to understand what, what setting you need to light. The great thing with, <clears throat> and I got to say this, photography and video go hand in hand. Because if you understand the basics in one, you understand the basics in the other. So in today's world, it's a lot easier and cheaper to control your light. And that's one of the things that's made things like YouTube accessible. L light and being able to control your light and consistently control your light lets you have better quality video. That's the secret of video, light. I don't care if it's a $25 ring light. If you add it and you didn't have it, you would notice a difference. So here's the, here's the catch, right? So you have a nice camera, right? A nice, beautiful camera that you probably paid good money for. And somebody has like, let's say an iPhone, right? And they're doing their IG lives and, or they have a, um, a desktop camera or some type of camera that it's a computer cam, cam computer camera. Um, how does that, how does using light help with that as well? How can 
how much do I need to buy? Oh, I guess how, how much light do I need to use if I have such kind of, I won't call low quality cameras, but not the same quality as like a Canon or something like that. As much as it pleases your eye or makes your workflow easier. So with that said, I have, you can't tell by the, the video that I put out. I try to have a consistent studio space, right? I don't care if I'm shooting with my Canon mirrorless camera or my son come on, comes over here because my son and my daughter come over here because it's already well lit and they shoot their TikToks over here. My son likes to use it and and he has a old school D, uh, DSLR. He has a Canon SL1, I think, just to teach him how to use, you know, the basics of a camera. And he comes over here when he shoots his, that's what he shoots his YouTube videos on and uses my lighting setup because it's already optimized for this position to have the best lighting. I don't care if you got a front phone, camera phone, what, if you come up, take a picture here, it's going to take, it's going to look a whole lot better than if you go into my other room and take a picture because it's just regular house lighting. So let's get down to, I guess, brass tacks. What are the things like as far as equipment wise that you have that people should buy? Because ring lights are cute and they, they sometimes, you know, give you the luminescence that you want, but there's also, you know, sometimes you don't definitely with us browner skin people, sometimes it doesn't give you as much light. So what well, do we need? Right, so the secret to light. And I'm sorry, I don't got away from my mic because I'm trying to take a picture of my setup now. I'm too close. Um, the thing with light is, and it sounds like a superhero, but you got to bend the light. You got to make the light work for you. And surprisingly, if you go back to my uh, website right now and look at the last video I shot yesterday, I'm using a ring light. I'm using a ring light and I'm using a panel light. And the reason I'm doing that is to save on space because I have them mounted to my desk on poles so I don't have tripods all over the floor because this is a shared living and studio space. So I'm using a ring light at this moment. If you go back right now, if you go to 757renaissanceman.com and go to the last video that I made, I made it with a ring light and a panel light. And I didn't even use like expensive, like one of those Elgato lights. It's a knockoff Amazon light. So I don't want think you, I don't want people to think that you have to spend a lot of money because that's my pleasure. That's what I love in the game. I want good stuff cheap. And you don't have to get the, you got to know what to spend your money in. You got to know what is quality. Do I need this Elgato panel light because all the YouTubers say I need it and it's $200 and it has crazy bells and whistles? Or can I make this $45 Amazon light work for me? And if you can make that $45 Amazon light work for you, by the time you make it up to the $200 light, you know how to use it. You know how to adjust it. You know how to make it work with your camera. You know how to make it work in that workspace. So you're going to get your money's worth even more. YouTube is great, but don't forget that. And as a creator, and you know, you guys are federal creators, you know, 
the game. A lot of times with YouTube, they'll make a video based upon the affiliate links they're trying to push. And so, yes, they're making a video about lighting. And this is a great way to monetize on YouTube. I'm making a video about lighting. I am teaching you something. I'm giving you value. I'm teaching you the, 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 the physics of light, right? In return, I'm going to say, yo, this is the light I use. And I'm going to put an uh, uh, Amazon affiliate link in. And because you watch the video and you want your light to look exactly like their light, you're going to go click that link in their description. But sometimes it's all about the principles. It's not about the equipment. It's all about the knowledge. It's not about the equipment. Is that cool, Drew? Drew is gone, but... Um... <laughs> uh, how he gonna set me on a tangent like that and then ghost and be gone? <laughs> It's like that sometimes. Yeah, well I feel said. like I preached the sermon. No, well said. <laughs> hey, who else wants to talk about video? Yeah, I mean, I just, um, because I had a thought for Scorpion's room and I didn't get a chance to say it. By the time I thought about it, when Drew was speaking, it was too late. But I was saying, um, and it's you know, related to the video thing with, I feel like there's a lack of tutorials that are relatable or brown girl friendly. <laughs> you know, I was, um, and I know you're going to like beat me over the head virtually because you don't want to hear no more about this P4. <laughs> But I mean, like, it's not a lot of like friendly tutorials on when you're trying to look up how to do something. Um, thank goodness the I don't want to say the other Sean, you gonna get me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tutorials. So I would I desired one day to make some tutorials, maybe and put them on YouTube, and you know, I had talked to Drew about that. He was like, yeah, you should do that. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's coming from a great space, especially since mm -hmm. you're, you're learning and people feel like they're learning with you. That's awesome. Right. That's a great way to yeah. build engagement. But I do have to oh. say something to you and to Sean publicly. I need to apologize to you, Jen, because our schedules never worked out because uh, our schedules just never worked out and I could never get to help you with your P4. And then I want to thank you, Sean, for stepping up and, you know, being a helping hand in the community because that's what it's all about. So I want to thank and apologize to both of y'all. Not necessary, but thank you. <laughs> now everybody act like we're talking about Drew. <laughs> yeah, I got a few things to say about Drew. Is he back in the room yet? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm going to say to Jen, you know what I'm going to say. All I'm going to say to Jen, if there's something missing in your in your ecosystem, you're probably supposed to be creating it. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, you have said that before. Hmm. And that's great advice. 
that's that's exactly what Scorpion's Room was about, and this makes a hundred percent sense. Don't they? I think they have a thing at Harvard or Princeton. It's like don't go to a job, create a job, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Create a bit, something like that. That's all you got to do. And you find know, a niche. That's right. I was going to say, you know, our favorite word about to come up. <laughs> Reaches and the niches, or something like that. I think I'm gonna name my next dog Nietzsche. I want to work. I can't with you. <laughs> Come here, Nietzsche. So, I have another question, Sean, and maybe you answer while I had to. My my son started taking his first steps. I don't so see. I, I don't even know if I want to answer no more <laughs> questions for you. I went on a 15 minute ride. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you um clip it? We could clip it. I'm recording it epi- I'm I'm recording the episode. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Um, Go ahead. What's I was gonna ask, um, so I have, you know, I do my Instagram lives and I have like a solid white background. Is it true that it's since it's solid white that the the light will bounce off of it and make shadows? Or Yes. So what should I do to kind of change that background? White bounces light darkness sucks in light so if you like one of the greatest things to when i and it goes back to what i was trying to say earlier about shaping light and and people saying that ring lights are bad if you take a ring light and you have a white wall or a white ceiling and you aim it at the ring at the ceiling so the light bounces back at you you just created a huge softbox and it's going to make the life light a lot softer. And that's what you want. But with that said, with a solid white background, you got to remember any light that you're hitting it with is going to reflect off of that wall. And also sometimes it becomes a nightmare when you're trying to adjust the white balance in your camera. If it's not, if it's an off white color or, it can change the tint and the color of the way your your um, background looks. But like anything else, if you know the rules, it's nothing wrong with having a white background because then you can do something cool like get a LED light and splash it on that white background and make it whatever color you want it to be. Yeah, so that's the thing I want to do, like kind of find a simple, uh, I guess, a simple color fire i don't know if that's even a word and or a thing but something to kind of make that backsplash a little bit more colorful and vibrant um because i'm literally doing it out of my my daughter's uh room so it's kind of like i have limited space and that's the only background i could have at that time so i have to kind of um jerry rig it make it look look decent so if you have a small space I'm going to give you a couple of pieces of advice. And I'm going to also, you, I'm going to give you a reference to go look at. Yeah, if don't you give me to... advice, give me equipment. <laughs> it's not about the equipment though. It's about okay, the, the way you use the equipment. So like in a tight space, if you go look at the latest, I'm going to use that as an example, the last video I put on my website. And then you go back a few videos, you would see I shifted from shooting straight on to shooting in a corner. Because if you shoot in a corner, optically, it gives you the illusion that you're in a bigger space. 
And to add to that, you should use a wider lens, a wider lens second setting. And if you're using a phone, all that means is zoom all the way out and then bring the camera as close to you as possible. And it gives you the illusion of being in a bigger space. And that matters later on when you want to start doing stuff like blurring out your background and having a separation from the background and blurriness and all that and all that goes together. But even with a phone, there's the front face of camera usually. There's not the ability to zoom in and out during like for instance Facebook cool. Lives or Instagram. Well lives, some like some that. some front facing cameras do have a wide setting. So if whatever your widest setting is to your camera and if that's the way the style that you're going to shoot you need to have it at the widest setting. Some camera you got to get as wide as you got. You know, you got to work with what you got. But the whole overall physics and That's illusion of it is if you shoot in towards a corner, that extends the, your your length and it makes your room look like you're in a bigger place than you are. And if you shoot wide and bring it closer to you, it makes you it makes you look bigger than where you what you are. And it's all about, you know, working your space first of all that's what she said second of all <laughs> as far as the oh as far as the um the space and the lighting okay so i understand that so now let's go into the connection of an actual dsr ca camera to a laptop or interface where you can then um, put in the video what type of applications and or systems are you using currently to make that process smooth and uh, non-clunky, if that makes sense? Yeah. Right now, my in-studio setup consists of a HP laptop. It's a enterprise laptop that might be three or four years old, no high power, nothing. Um, I'm shooting on a Canon M50 with a 16 millimeter Sigma lens that is going to my computer, not by HDMI, but USB. And then I use the camera, the Canon um, Connect software. It just basically makes my Canon a web camera. And that's how I shoot in studio. I also, though, since I'm not using HDMI to um, bring my stream into my computer, I'm using my HDMI to go to a small field monitor that I use to, you know, monitor my framing and my blocking and all that. But basically, it's my camera, it's the Canon software, and it's a USB cord. It's not even USB-C. Gotcha. Okay. And, um... This is asking so many questions because I have so many um, videos like my blind spot. Um, for for instance, if I'm trying to do something as far as because uh, normally, um, let's say IG lives are um, vertical, I believe. Right. Yeah, vertical, and I want to partition that to be either horizontal or switch between them two. What software would you recommend to do that type of editing? Me personally, Adobe Premiere. 
Mm. That's what I use. Anything else? Um, you could use Adobe Rush. Um, that's like a, like a, I know. Yeah, I think it's called like Adobe Rush Go or something like that. It's a lighter version of of Premiere. Um, that's almost like um, what's the free software that comes with um, the Mac? iMovie. iMovie. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Adobe version of iMovie. Um, I, iMovie. There's I nothing wrong with it. It's nothing Canva. wrong with iMovie at all. I know I'm just jumping in, but Canva also allows you to do video too if anybody has Canva where if you don't have a Mac and you want to play around with video, Canva's really... And I know, Sean, you're Adobe 100%, but Canva's really knocking no, on the door. No, but don't let me fool you, though. I will. If I want to knock something out real down and dirty, and I'm not at my workstation, and I'm just using my laptop, I'm going to Canva. Yeah, yes, yes. Canva makes it, it takes out the whole, I need to be a genius to figure everything out. It's like, what you see is what you get type of uh, formatting. So I always tell people, if you're not tech savvy, or if you don't want to put the time to learn it, um, Canva is a definite option and like it's not it, the free version has a lot of robust uh, elements as well. But if you do upgrade to the pro, it gives you much more um, cap capacity to do things. But I just wanted to throw that out there for people who might not be as tech savvy um, or just doesn't want to put the time to learn Adobe. But I do yeah. use Adobe Rush. Because I don't even go in front, even though, yes, I Photoshop is one of my main ninja swords. I've been using Photoshop since Photoshop 4, I think. You can't beat Canva for just easy. Once you understand how Canva looks, I mean, works, and you put away that Photoshop thinking, Canva is great, a great tool. Yeah, I am 100% proponent of using Canva at any stretch of imagination. Um, and I like that they're adding new features every day. Like the other day they added, um, I forgot, I think it's shading in the back of, of photos. And that primarily was usually on the only desktop version. Now they moved it to the, the phone version because I do mostly all my Canva edits on my phone because that's where I'm making the video content for social media and I like how to, <clears throat> to see how it looks on the phone before I push it out. And sometimes when you push it from the um, web version to the actual mobile um, sizing, it looks kind of off or distorted, but now they're making updates on their video system. And, and like I said the other day, they actually, you can create a website through Canva as well. Um, and it's pretty simple. I actually created my one, my one pager and my um, media kit through Canva and it was almost seamless. Shoot quiet as cat. The very logo that we're using for our challenge started out in Canva and then I took it into Photoshop and tightened it up. Because I'm gonna tell you another resource for Canva. It's a great resource for stock and clip art royalty free images that you can use because you have their software is great because it saves you time from either a having to make it yourself or B having to do a whole bunch of searches and then get something you can't use it. Somebody sue you for copyright infringement. I think that's one of the secrets of Canva that's very, very, very overlooked. The fist in our logo came from Canva. 
Right. And I love the fact, because I did some research on it too, because I do kids' books and they have a lot of kid like graphics. So I did some digging into the legal creative use licenses. And if you pay for a pro, you are able to utilize their stuff. So exactly what Sean said for anybody who was kind of curious. And it allows you to inside the application on the desktop version. I don't know about the mobile. It allows you to pull in pixels, that website where you have all those free content from open source uh, artists and creatives that you can pull into your designs too without having to go outside the application to pull them in. And then you can't front on it being cloud-based. So you always have a backup of your stuff. Brilliant. I wish I had Canva 10 years ago. I, I feel like Canva needs to be paying us some money. Right. We can, let's, let's, we can um, try to get affiliate with them. I think they have a program, a creators program. You just have to submit a, a same similar. They elite. do. They do? Yep. Speak on it, Scorpion. I can't speak too much on it because I'm not a part of it, but I know oh. they do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give you the ins and outs. Uh, the one that I, I uh, work closely with, um, he has an affiliate. He got, I don't know if it's long term, but he did have an affiliate code at once, once upon a time, which I used when I first signed up for Canva Pro. So. I don't know how that all work. I can try to ask, but you know. Oh yeah, another another resource people, I don't know if you guys are using Buy Me a Coffee is another thing that I've been like you know, getting a couple of dollars here, a couple of dollars here. Um and it's it's pretty simple. You either can A, you know, add extra content or it can be kind of like your virtual tip jar where you're just saying, Hey, you know, if you like this episode please buy me a coffee. Um, and then um, I think I'm going to do something where I, everybody who buys me a coffee, I, you know, ask them to be on my IG lives or send them something or, you know, make them part of the, an episode some way, somehow to increase that connection between the people who are supporting me kind of like a Patreon almost, but not as clunky. Um, so if, if you guys haven't been using that, let me know. And I can guide you through that, but it's pretty, pretty darn simple. Dope. Yeah, I use it. That's the very first money I ever made on my podcast was from buy me a coffee. Bro, like literally somebody dropped me a, I was in a clubhouse room and somebody asked me just like, Hey, how are you doing your intake? for guests and I was like hey I'll just send you you know my templates and stuff like that that I have and all of a sudden he dropped me up into that buy me a coffee thing I was like oh okay I didn't even know that was like my first I'm like I'm officially a paid podcaster now <laughs> right <laughs> it is accessible oh yeah I was like that paid for a couple subscriptions I have an account with pay, Buy Me a Coffee, but where do you guys push it? Do you guys have it on your website? Do you guys yeah, put it in your description? I have a button you... on my website and call to action. Okay, because yeah. it's on my pod page, but that's it. Yeah, I would drop that in my show notes. I would put a link to it in you know, your link tree or whatever. I would just push that YouTube thing. YouTube notes, wherever you drop a link. Mm -hmm. Just add, add it to you. Yeah, didn't you just say link tree? Yeah. I would add it everywhere. 
and and uh one of our me and sean's and maybe a couple other people in here is close like friend johnny he has a show on saturdays where he pushes it he literally has a banner at the bottom that keeps on scrolling like a ticker that has it on there like buy me a coffee buy me coffee i think he's trying to trans people into give him the money but that's another way to do it too if you're using Streamyard, make it as a um a uh a, a part of your actual stream or live stream as well let's get this money this is this is like can we have a camera room like that like at the end of this like can we let's get this money also I'm, I'm finally going to put out an episode i'm having a live with somebody today about their movies and then um on friday two people about their movies and then i'm going to drop that um another question i asked, had to ask michelle is um are you still having the looking glass like final wrap up at the end of the month um yeah mm-hmm. and are we are we invited or so freaking lovely <laughs> what i would be offended if you guys didn't show up yeah um i'll drew's I'll gonna ask a question that. and didn't disappear no. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Go ahead, Absolutely. No, I was just saying, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll be, um, actually, I'll set up that link and send it out to you all because it's no holds bar. Like, whatever comes out people's mouth, that's what we're talking about. So I, I would be, I would be hurt if you guys didn't show up. You're going live or what? Yeah, so at the end of the month, every month, I will go live, and then we open up phone lines um, and chat to anybody who wants to participate or talk to us about what we talked about in the month or just want to chat with us. So we do it for about an hour, and then it's posted as that week's uh, episode. Dope. My question is, Melissa going to be there. Nobody in Wonderland knows Melissa. <laughs> only you, only you guys know Melissa. My co-hosts don't even know about Melissa, so you guys are exceptional. <laughs> All right, hold on. I want to jump before we get off off topic. One more time, I want to drop something for you guys. One of the best things you can get if you don't want to use your phone and you want to stream or record from your desk. One of the best cameras you can get for under a hundred dollars is the logitech c920 if you want uh, when i drop the episode i'll drop a, a link of course an amazon affiliate link but right now they're 73 dollars and if i order mine i can have it by tomorrow and it's a great um little webcam that shoots 1080p but the most important thing about it is you can take it out of automatic mode, put it in manual mode, and that's when it really looks like if you do it and light it right, you can make it look like you're shooting with a low-grade DSLR. And a lot of streamers use this particular camera. And you're going to buy it even though you have like the really good camera? I'm planning on using it on my on my. So I have two setups. I have my recording 
setup that's downstairs. And then upstairs, I have my editing, what I call my editing bay. That's where my beast computer is, my big ass 35 inch widescreen monitor. That's where all that goes down. But from time to time, I need to video chat with people or I may need to record a quick segment while I'm editing. And that is the camera I would use. Did you put it in the chat? Um, yeah, I want, you said Logitech 39 something. This is some, oh, yeah, yeah, I can put it in the chat. I can put it in the chat. Give me a second. It's a webcam, right? Yeah, it's a webcam. Yeah, I got that, actually. Yeah, you, you got, got what my, you need. Uh, but yeah, you my fiance gave me for, for um, it's my birthday. All about, it's all about bending the light. I'm a light bender. Oh, actually, I found one for $59. All right, I'm going to put this one in the, uh, in the chat. I did catch that joke, Drew. I did catch it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love Avatar. I can have a whole whole discussion about Avatar and how it's one of the best Nickelodeon shows of all time. Yes, there are so many <laughs> layers to this thing. Like it's for adults. It really is. Yes. And how it transitioned. That's a whole for, podcast right there. Exactly. And how it there's actually a podcast about it that Nickelodeon um put together, but it's, it doesn't go as in depth as I want it to go into because from Avatar, The Last Inventor, to Legend of Korra, there's a level of destruction and death that happens in Legend of Korra that Nickelodeon was like, listen, we're just going to get raw with this show. And it was, it's a whole thing. I, I, I got a question. I'm here for it. An episode, if you do an episode, let me know because I definitely need to, to, to absorb it because, yeah, everything you said. All right, I have a I have a clubhouse question for you guys. Is there a way to send a message to everybody in the room? Yes, there is. How do you do that? I'm trying to remember. It's been a while. <laughs> I think you have to um, go to the little flag thing and put everybody's name in. I don't know if you can just do it from uh, anywhere. It needs to be sent to all. Yeah, if there was like in the three buttons, if there was like a send all message, that would be. But you shouldn't do it like how you're doing it right now, Sean. You send everybody. You can uh, you can create first go to um your back channel and that little like square like how you sending it to me right now. Mm -hmm. Just put everybody name who's in the chat and the the ones that are in the chat should be like your top five, um and click on their names, and they should be added to a group chat and then you can send it like that. Does that make sense? Oh, got you. Oh, I feel stupid. I feel like <laughs> I'm just noticing I got a whole request thing that I have been ignoring. Yo, I had like 20 of them. <laughs> I just got to them last week. Here's a crazy funny fact about this uh, webcam. I had this webcam. I, it was probably the older one. I had this in 2009. <coughs> and I remember for the That's longest the when I moved one. away from Colorado. Uh -huh. I, you said this is the same one? Yep, the very one. Yes. They Man, I had this made way back anything when. Technology, I think you kind of reach a certain plateau. Like, you get so good. Like, once you get past, like, 5K, it doesn't even matter anymore. Your eye can't even see it that crisp. What are you trying to do? You trying to see the future? What? 
you know, to be honest, because, you know, as a photographer, I've just been sitting back listening like, hmm. So I, I think it was for, I think it was Drew for the colorizing, which is my new favorite word of the day that you <laughs> made up. Um, A friend of mine, because I was thinking about, I have an extra room in my apartment that I do not use whatsoever. My old audio engineer used to live with me. And um, well, he's still my current audio engineer. And I was thinking about taking that entire room and converting it into a studio. And I was like, I didn't want to pay for the expensive LED strips and all the little hex things. And a friend of mine, because I had talked to her about it, she said, hey, you know, they got all the little hex things and the LED strips at five and below is two packs. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I can yeah. get now. Mind you, I have I have lights and I'm actually getting ready to buy the Godox SLW60. Mm. So I can really have some real good light control. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling I'm you, bro, the it. only reason I don't have one right now is because of the space. Because I want to put yeah. one of those big dome soft boxes on it. And right now, with everything mounted to my desk, it's not working for me. Well, see, like I said, because me, I do headshots. So, also, so for me, I got it. So it was just about wanting to actually buy it. Because I was like, uh, I'm an outdoor photographer. I, Am so I, really, I don't really have a studio. I'm sorry, y'all, but we about to nerd out for a brief moment. <laughs> what happened? This might be the time to, to refill your coffee. Okay, so is it? Can you shoot with a remote trigger and use it as a continuous light? Yes. Oh my god, I need that. Oh, y'all pray for my wallet. But so, so, but so, check it out. So, because it's a plug-in, you just plug it into a wall. So, if you have any other lights going on, you could just add those where you need, and the trigger will set that off. It's wonderful, man. I'm a Godox Flashpoint type shooter. What is it? Cheetah? They're all the same lights. I'm looking for names. a light that I could use as a continuous light to use for video. And then I can take out when I'm doing like portraits outside and use it that so, way. How much light do you need outside? Are you trying? Wait, you're in, you're the one in Virginia, right? Yeah. Or no? Yeah, I'm in Virginia. So I'm in Texas. So I know you're the sun, our sun, I needed a specific light that could overpower the sun. Uh huh. So for that, it was the, I think it was the Godax 600. I can't remember the two number, two letters that come before it. But right now, I think that's on sale for 350 to be used outdoors, and it overpowers the sun no matter how bright it is. And that thing is amazing. Other than that, I recommend getting the 8200s. I have two 8200s, which give you about 400 watts of power. But past that, getting the Godax, because what is it? You know, the aperture light, the $750 light? Yeah, yeah. The Godox gives just as much power with like only 20% of the control you get with the aperture. But if you know light, you don't need all those bells and whistles. You just need a powerful right. light That's that you I... can use to shape what hey, you need hey, to do. Hey, bro. Hey. That's what I was saying earlier. You, so uh, like like you were saying, I'm, I'm aware of the aperture and I know mm -hmm. the greats like Peter McKinnon and Casey yeah. Neistat. Yes, that's what they use because that's what they get sent. Or that's the budget they can afford. But if you can afford a $35 newer light, get that damn newer Ooh. light because a light is a light. Oh, bro, I got two of them that I just plug in and put on both sides of me. When I, I have a gray backdrop I sit in front of in front of my iMac. And I just set up that gray backdrop, put both newer lights to both sides of me, and I just rock out. Yeah, don't let them, don't let them shame you into that. It, it ain't all about that sometimes. You got to go... You know, I, I I purposely create content on a budget. And I mm. if you can deal with the results that I'm getting, 
something you can't argue with. You don't need the seven hundred dollar light. Right. You can get the if you know what you're doing and you know the theory behind it, you can get the same results with a two hundred dollar light. Yes, it's nice yeah, to right. have bells and whistles and wireless stuff and all that, but I got a softbox that I could plug into a jack. Them old school um square softboxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and shoot some crushing video, right? And it's fire. <laughs> but if that's what you have, that's what you have. Just learn how to use it, right? Is what there any way that you create a PDF with all the information you guys just talked about and uh, send that to us? Some way, yeah. You know what? If y'all didn't mind, because I'm actually I was supposed to be on a podcast meeting at eight o'clock for the one we're launching in January, and he has a four month old, three month old. So his schedule is all types of jacked up. And um, we're this morning we're talking about uh, 15 templates that we're creating for our launch about podcasting. So as soon as we as I start getting different things, because I'm, I'm rocking with y'all on the day-to-day. This is my fourth pull-up, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so if I, if I do come up with something like that, I'll definitely share it with you guys. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm down to share anything I have, like as far as my templates for like, have a guest interview like um spreadsheet and have like a spreadsheet that has all the different aisles of what i do as far as podcasting and i check it off as i go through it to make sure that i evaluate the that i have completed the task uh of of the guests and onboarding them and offboarding them all that good stuff so i'm down to share maybe have like a dropbox in our community well, don't forget, we, too, this is going to be, I'm recording this, and this is going to be today's episode. So I'm going to try to put as many links as I can into the show notes. And if you have oh, also, access to um, the show notes, is, add them, too. You say you recorded this? Yep. See that big oh, real Go ball? listen to Drew, Drew vs. the World podcast, um, episode <laughs> number 98, out right now, <laughs> with uh, two gentlemen from Jack of All Trades. Um, here in Charlotte, um, if you want to, you know, go Andrew. listen to anywhere Andrew. you listen to podcasts. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, and I, I have a random question. Go ahead. Oh, I'm trying to figure out how to even frame this. So one thing, because of course we're putting together our packages as far as what we offer to people who want to get into podcasting. And so when, as you had the conversation the other day about pod page and just different things that make it come together because we were because i design websites and I, we were wondering if that's something we wanted to offer for people who were join our program we give away we're giving them mics and headphones we also do audio uh as far as creating an intro outro and also giving you background music if that's something you desire we were trying to decide is put designing a website for another person something that you should offer since you do have a pod page they could do it themselves what do y'all think so here's the here's the here's the catch. I what I would do, and I'll let Sean speak on it because I know he has something. I would say, hey, get an affiliate link to PodPage, and mm. and be like, listen, if you you get for whatever percentage you get off when you use this link, go ahead and make it, and then maybe offer a premium package where you help design it and figure out all the glitches and things like that. If they're not technical savvy. That's how I would play it, but go ahead, Sean. Okay. Oh, I totally agree. Um, you know, I spent my my first beginning in media creation was in 
web development, web design. And even though, yes, I can make my own website, I don't necessarily want to. And do you have the bandwidth to be able to support that? And when I support, say support it, it goes beyond just creating the website. Can you support the website on the end? What about when they come to you and want updates and you still doing their pod, podcast? So do you have time to do take that on? I would do absolutely what Drew said. I would, and I'm working on that now with my with my studio website where it's going to be a separate site, but the podcast section is just going to pull to my pod page. And that's already done for me. It already, it automatically updates. That's anything that makes my job easier. I'm a thousand percent for it. And I'm going to agree with that because okay. I do web design on the side. And I know for me, just because I can do it doesn't mean I should or have the time to do it. And if you are doing already so much for other people, and you know individuals, I, I don't know if anybody else can speak to it. When you do somebody's webpage, they, some people can be very annoying. Like, mm-hmm. I, need, I need this change, I need this change, and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, that may be extra income, but at the same time, it's your time. So do you have the time to do all of that? And B, for creatives, I know for me personally, I'm never satisfied with my content or what I do, but somebody else can do it for me. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. So it's like, I can do it, but I don't have the time to do it. I really don't want to do it because I fall into a paralysis of a sort where nothing's perfect enough. So I'm stuck looping. So if I outsource it to somebody else, it makes life much easier because I'll be satisfied with what they're pushing back to me because it's not mine and then second i just don't have the time so i agree with what sean and drew said um making that available and then offering expertise or support if needed one of the things i agree with i agree with them because yeah because it's not that you that you don't know how to do it you just don't have the time to do it you have to you have to you're only gonna get 14, 40 minutes in a day, so you gotta um, um, put it, you know, put it to use, good use, and sometimes that's not it. So I agree with all of what they said about, you know, you can offer it, but make sure you charge it because, like I said, you also got, it also gotta be worth your time. If it's not worth your time, then you send them an affiliate link. And some YouTube videos. You could be opening up a big old can of worms you're not ready for. Yo, so thankfully, my original my original anime podcast, we're built off of an audio engineer, a graphic designer. I'm a web designer, and we also have a professional copy editor. So we're set. So if anything, I just offload and pay them for the services that they provide. So I'm rocking. I appreciate all the info. Now I feel even more confident. Like, yeah, we could do this. Let's go, team. Uh, one of the things I'm going to be concentrating on in my break is to see how far I can stretch pie page and see how robust I can make it and how many other pages I can make it and just, you know, kind of push the limit to every all the features of it. So that's one thing I want to get down and dirty with over the next couple months. I love it. Shout out Brendan, CEO of Pie Page. <laughs> Interview him. I have. Oh, for real? Yeah, check out the website. 
did that go about? How'd right. you pull, like, yeah. He's very active, and I sent an email, and I thought I was sending an email to customer support, and the CEO responded. Oh, wow, and that's fire. talking. Um, you know, I've been saying for a while, I'm trying to work with him with him sponsoring this challenge. So, you know, even after the challenge is over, that still may be a thing. I spoke with him yesterday. Well, via chat, but yeah, to me, Man, I love the internet. The same thing. I love the internet for stuff just like that. Because I told my sister a long time ago, she's young. I was like, if you want to talk to somebody, just reach out. A podcast reached out to our podcast yesterday and i was like oh wow okay you want to collab okay like it the internet is really an awesome thing i don't know what i do without it yeah you all you gotta do is ask and speak worst thing they could tell you is no and then you ain't you ain't lost nothing yeah 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 Anybody else got anything they want to talk about before we shut it down for the day? I mean, Sean, all I, all I can think about is saying is that, you know, the new episode of Diverse the World is out right now. And people can go and find it anywhere they listen to podcasts, anywhere. Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, all these wonderful places. And support, you know, Diverse the World is also to support content creators of color. So, Go ahead, click subscribe, like, and review. That's all I can say right now. But thank you, Sean. I love it. I love it. I'm going to start doing that at the end of my podcast, too. I knows I do. But I can dance for a little pleasure. Drew is officially Harpo. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a great idea. So especially since this is the recorded episode, let's go around. Everybody introduce themselves. Tell them what you do, and that's how we're going to close out the room. And start with Jen. Hey, guys. I'm Jen. I'm from St. Louis, and I am the host of Woke by Accident podcast. It is a weekly chat about socially conscious topics impacting the culture. Thank you. Someone else go. I'm by construction work let me pass this construction part hey this is michelle with relationships through the looking glass we talked about how to unify and build connection between black and white black and white yeah them too but between black females and men who are out here in these relationship streets and we look to building this connection in a way that provides a safe, transparent space to have conversations that might be difficult to uh, have in other platforms. So that's what I do. Also have another platform where I talk about more spiritually woo-woo type of stuff on there's no way I signed up for this. That's in solo platform. That's just me. I don't have co-host on that one. So yeah, that's what I'm doing when I'm not saving the world. I feel Levi with the Forefront Radio. We talk about Black history according to the Bible and other topics. We ask the question, who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? And we answer that by proving that with the scriptures. Brother, I've been looking for a podcast just like that. I am on that today, and I'm sharing that.
What's going on, guys? My name is Charles, a.k.a. Anakami of the Annie Hoshi Podcast. We're a collection of five blurs who just love anime, nerd culture, movies. You know the vibes. Check us out. Charles, we, we may need to connect, bro, because uh, everything you just said is in my wheelhouse. Let's do it, man. Like, that's all I can say. Let's do it. I love it. <laughs> I was up last night. I don't can't remember what room I was in, and I was like, I tried to be the professional photographer, the web designer, the social media coach. I try to just write books and just be live a regular life. But if I see a Goku shirt walk by, I, I just lose it sometimes. Like, hey, bruh. <laughs> so yeah, let's do it, man. Oh my god. And I am Sean Smith. CEO of Dripping in Black Productions, which we have two podcasts, the Dripping in Black podcast and Raw Conversation. Um, Michelle, while I'm thinking about it, um, I would love for you to write a blog about this next episode that we're doing because it was great. We did a a different format. We had all females and they got deep. So I'm putting that out there for Michelle on blast. And also um, support us, support all of us in this room because there's some great stuff because I've listened to at least pieces of everybody. So, um, show us some love. Also, Michelle, I would love to get on your podcast because I am a tender date turned into a um, marriage proposal. So, I would love to talk about that. Oh, journey. my goodness. I've been looking for that because let me tell you, I am so anti dating apps, I guess, because I'm an introvert and I just. It's like going to a meat shop and you're just picking people from their meat suits and see what happens. So I would love to talk to you. So let's make that happen as we, yeah. Okay. I got too excited and absolutely Sean about the blog. <laughs> LOL on meat suit. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sean Connors, host of the 757 Renaissance Man. 757 is an innovative podcast where we empower entrepreneurs, leaders, creatives that benefit the Hampton Roads area. The name is inspired by the Harlem Renaissance and Hampton Roads is going through a similar time. And we celebrate the music, the art, the history, the culture, and it's all told from the perspective of the people living it. My second podcast is the Elvad Talk podcast. And, you know, it's a podcast where we feature conversations with LVAD talk patients. And if you don't know what LVAD is, it stands for left ventricle assist device. Basically it's a mechanical heart. I have one. I talk to other uh, patients that have them. And a lot of times it's a bridge to transplant. So we also have conversations with people who are about to go through or have gone through a heart transplant, but we like to focus on the wins and we like to prove that we're more than just our condition. And it's my way of making um, awareness for, you know, organ donation. And basically, that's not who I am. And I, with all these beautiful people, we created the Content Creators of Color Collective in this 30-day challenge. That was a lot. Anybody else got anything? In one of the rooms, um, sometime this week or before we head out, 
focus on monetizing because that came up a couple of times and I've always been interested in seeing how other people are being successful with that. Um, so I'm just throwing that out there. Sure. I don't mind. I think that'd be great. I mean, we started it the other day when we were talking about merch and stuff. So, you know, that's just one part of it. I think that'll be it. Y'all do me idea. a favor. What's up, man? Can you bring my audio engineer, my best friend, my co-host, up from the up from the bottom, so he can shout out his podcast if possible. Tell you what, bro, you can I do just it yourself. Did. I just did. <laughs> oh, God. God. Hey, um, what's going on, guys? Good, good morning. <laughs> um, hopefully my daughter won't say anything on Twitter right now. But hi. <laughs> Look, bro, I've been. This is that group I was telling you about, man. Just a bunch of dope. Black creatives, man. Like, man, I'm just saying, tap in, bro. This is, this is wonderful. We are officially that group. I'm doing the quotes. We're we're oh, that man. group, guys. <laughs> be a group. I always wanted to be a group. I always wanted to be the one that they were telling you about. I love that. <laughs> man, but well, it's it's a privilege, guys. I'm I'm gonna make sure that I add all of you guys too. Please do follow us. We'll follow you back. You know, shout out also, podcast. Yeah, welcome to the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, what? Shout out your podcast. I already did any Hoshi, but go for yours. He said Wu Tang Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing. Anyway, um, my podcast is called uh, "Supposed to Be Different." Um, I started it twenty eighteen. Um, I used to just do just like Facebook lives and stuff like that, talking about relationships and um. I just got to a point. I was like, man, I'm tired of tired of like, gotta make sure I got a haircut, gotta make sure other stuff look a certain way. And this before I got married, I was in my apartment or wherever. I was like, man, I want to do a podcast. (laughs) So that's how I got started. But yeah, I tend to talk about um, either relationships, uh, religious stuff, historical, cultural stuff. Sometimes I talk about music and. anything else I want to talk about, but it's more so like just sharing information and teaching people stuff. That's pretty much it. Tap in with the forefront radio, man. Right to your, what is it? Diagonal oh, from oh. you to the right. Cause he on what you Bye. want. Peace and blessings to you all. Um, the forefront radio here, I mean, I feel Levi. Hey, if we're a group and we're superheroes, I'll be the Green Power Ranger, right? Because he was like half a badass and half a good guy, so that's me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna send you. Um, I'm gonna send you a clip of something, and you're gonna laugh your ass <laughs> off if you understand that reference. Oh <laughs> uh, no, nah, man! I was born in the '80s. I definitely understand that reference. Yes. You know, so um, I talk about Black history and everything, um, and I correlate it with the Bible. That's basically what I talk about. Can you bring that horn back in, somebody? <laughs> um, so oh, if you check out the podcast, just to give you a little bit more background about it, um, we cover various topics as far as like the transatlantic slave trade and its correlation between uh, Deuteronomy 28 in the Bible, Leviticus 26. Um, we talk about how um, when you actually read the Bible, you have to remove yourself from seeing it as a, a religious book and look at it as a historical book 
talking about a group of people. Um, so when you uh, read through that entire book, the word Israel um, is mentioned about 2,000 times, actually 2,331 times. And we all know that during the time of Christ, the Romans lived during that time. They were the ones that, uh, that uh, crucified him. So we know who the descendants of the Romans are, you know, Europeans, a.k.a. good old white folks. But then we don't know who the tribes are. We say they're quote unquote lost. So how the hell? <laughs> how are they lost when in reality we know who the descendants of the Romans are? So we touch on that. Um, and um, yeah, that's basically what we talk about. Um, I've done a few different collaborations with a few of the people on the on the panel here, such as Jen. Um, I want to shout out you uh, on Jen's episode well. too. Your and Jen's episode was dope. Oh, well, episodes. Yes, and I, and I always give kudos to Jen because she's the one that invited me to uh, join in on the collective with everyone, and um, I always want to uh, give a shout out to her because without her, I wouldn't be able to interact with you wonderful people that are on here and uh, you know listen in on the different ideas and content that we have available on the uh, thirty days of this has been a great run. Like seriously, I want to do it again, but I know like. Some are exasperated by it, but I had fun. I, like I really was like coming up with and ideas. See, that's what it's all about. Because I remember when you on. first came and you was like, "Man, I don't know, I don't know." It sounds no. Cool, that was Sean. I... That was Sean. That was Sean. But then Jen have to talk him into it. No, don't 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 put me on that. Don't don't put me on that. I had a different <laughs> I had a different quip quip about that. I take I take my stuff, but I ain't taking nobody else's. But the transformation that we hey, all have was, made. Uh, over peanut this butter thing. jelly sandwich without the jelly. <laughs> <laughs> the transformation we all have made over this last 30 days is notable. You I you I I know everybody learned at something. And we're like family now. Hey, that's facts. That's facts. Um I never thought of uh anyone doing like stories and engagements. And I listened to Michelle's podcast and I was like, whoa, I feel like I'm in a dream. Right. <laughs> it was crazy, but it was like phenomenal. Good I've, I've said it publicly before. I'm, I stopped listening to them because I'm purposely waiting for it to be done. So I could just like binge it. I could Does put... anybody have any idea who she is though? Anybody who has listened to little segments, because I'm dropping hints. The last episode, everybody's going to be like, whoa. And no. I'm loving that no one has any clue who she is. Michelle Obama. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Okay, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. <laughs> but it does follow I'm Obama. trying not to have to edit this episode. <laughs> Shout out to Beyonce. I'm just guessing. <laughs> no, Shout just out kidding. to our new theme music. You better drop. You got to drop that. Yeah, I think that's going to be our new theme music. 
I'll go ahead and talk. No, I was like, I was like playing lightly in the back, like we talk right over it. That was done intentionally. <laughs> that's when that's when your eyes roll in the back of your head and you start thinking you're a Warren Shaolin monk, <laughs> a Ronin. This is what plays on the side. in the background when I'm editing and chopping up my ep- episodes. <laughs> that's dope. Afro, Sam- say, Afro Samurai. With the amount of anime fans in here and the fact that I'm an anime family as well, the what? themes going through my storyline has a lot of strong anime foundational themes. So when we get to the very last episode, it's kind of like when you hear that backstory of the main character and you're like, whoa, it's going to be kind of that energy. Well, we've been on way beyond an hour and I was trying to let it, uh, limit it to an hour. So I think this is a great time for us to wrap it up. I kind of wanted to get give people um, a view into what it's like and what we do every morning and how we help each other and inspire each other and we go out and kick ass throughout the day. And how we like to pick on Drew. Yeah, and I progressed in this. I was the one that was pulling for everybody. I was like, Sean, you need to do this, man. You need to do this. You can do it, brother. <laughs> and then my ass um, just over here, not dropping episodes and stuff like that. I, but I come in and I hear, I'm here to support you guys any way I can, any way how, you know, more, more power to you. And, I, and I'm sorry. No, bro. You know, we love you, man. I understand, man. You got little baby humans to take care of. Man. Ash. I have something. I was going to say shout out to Daryl who's not here. I repurposed the prior episode with him just to give him some love, even though it's technically not new content, but I just wanted to share because we had a really good episode a couple weeks back. So, shout out to Daryl. Shout out to Daryl. Mr. Black Duration, we love you, bro. Also, don't forget um, on Saturday at 10, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be part of the Afros and Audios kind of start up um i will be talking with um one of our um guests one of our um contributors here scorpion we're talking about podcasting things like that so i'll be on the stage the clubhouse stage so make sure to join that as well and also i'll be speaking on interview process at afros audios and if you don't know what afros audios i don't know why you don't know about it go to the link in my bio and make sure to get a ticket tap in listen get informed, and start your podcast the right way. Shout out 757 Renaissance Man, Elvad Talk, and most importantly, Content Creators of Color Collective 30-Day Challenge. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace. Also, Sean, we don't have to leave. You could just stop the recording, you know. I know. I know, right? <laughs> I had one more button to press. <laughs> Take care. Uh, later, y'all.